one. Whoops. Welcome in. Welcome. podcast i just said eric say so is it gonna be like that uh welcome to you uh in this house there's one thing that has to remain constant and that is the nfk's access to an appropriately working television I guess I never really looked at it this way, but if that thing goes, if there, for whatever reason, the TV is not accessible, I think it's, uh, I, I, I can't imagine the devastation in this household. If it weren't for the television, there is quite literally nothing that could occupy the NFK's time. For those of you who don't know, that is uh, my wife's brother, my brother-in-law. Tyler says, one might argue the TV is the NFK's power source. Okay, so the TV goes on 7 a.m. and it's on until between eight and nine. Kenny asks a fair question. Didn't he purchase a new one? Um, not too far back. Did he wear it out? No. By the way, this is a uh, perfect uh, proving ground for the quality of LG TVs. Because you think about the amount of time it's on every single day of the week. Let's bust out some Zane math. Okay, 7 to 7 is 12 hours. So let's just say 14 hours a day. 14 times 7. That's 98 hours a week. Times 52. That's 5,096 hours of television uh, per year. That is, um, okay, so you got 5,096 And then, okay, let's go eight hours of sleep. That is a significantly more TV watching per day than sleep. Tyler writes one year of NFK TV viewing time is the equivalent of five years of an average person's TV viewing time. I believe that. What does he watch? Great question. Starts the day watching Fox 17 morning news. Plug for my friends over at Fox 17. Then I think he goes around a lot of those shows like. Um, uh, shot the reality shows, maybe uh, similar to like a show like Ice Road Truckers or uh, Pawn Stars or American Pickers or shit like that. I think. As the day winds on, if there's any sports on, he'll watch that. Loves watching sports. I will say the problem, though, was not the TV. Not the problem. The TV itself was fine. But just as 
uh, the Tigers game is coming on. This is Miguel Cabrera's final game in the major leagues. And that was, that was fantastic, by the way, watching, watching that, um, his career comes to a close and they put him out onto the, uh, cause he hasn't like played the field for quite some time. He's been like a designated hitter, but, uh, they ran it by him and said, Hey, do you want to, do you want to get on first base? And uh, he got out there. They like uh, brought him out for the final inning, you know, and then he was the only one to run on the field. Now I can say this because I, I watched it on the TV. We did solve this problem, but it was, it was, it was down to the wire. Cabrera runs out on the field and he's the only one on the field. How, how fantastic is that? And then the crowd's going crazy. Uh, He's a really, seems like a really sweet, jovial, fun guy that, uh, that Mel Cabrera. I just love him. If you, there's uh, videos online of him when he was uh, playing the field in, on first base um, before he became a full-time designated hitter where if uh, a guy for the other team gets on first base, he like uh, he would fuck with them, flip their hat off, hit them in the balls. I'm not kidding you. He would sack tap them. It was so funny. You can find that video. I might have to link that up. It's very, very fun to watch. So Cabrera's out there by himself. Uh, the game ends um, by the other team hit. Somehow, they, they described it as the baseball gods. The batter, whoever it was for the other team, hit a grounder right to him, which was easily fielded by Cabrera. He stepped on first base. The game is over. This was very important to the NFK. He needed to see this. So I hear a strange noise coming out of my basement. Like, what the fuck is that? It sounds like the, uh, cause I had the AC on. It was pretty warm yesterday. I'm like, is that coming downstairs? The only thing that's making noise down there would be the, uh, uh, the AC, the uh, blower. I go, is that thing about to blow up? It's making this really high pitched, horrible noise. So I go downstairs, but then I start walking to where the, uh, the, you know, the, uh, mechanical room is. And, uh, it's, it's not coming from there. I'm like, well, where the fuck is it going from? So I wander over to this, uh, panel, the electrical box included in that is a number of other fucking shit that I don't understand. There's wires falling all over the place. I don't know. I open it up and that's where the noise is coming from. So I'm like, what the fuck is that? How's can I catch on fire? I open up the electrical panel. No, it's not coming from there. And there's this fucking device. I don't even, I'm not even going to try to explain what the fucking does. It has something to do with the cable and it's screaming at me. It's like saying, Hey, fuck you. We're about to blow up. So I go, fuck man, this is weird. So I go upstairs and, uh, his cable is out. Like the cable TV is out. So this is, there's something wrong with whatever it was I was looking at. I go, ah, shit. So we pinpoint that. Whatever this is, this device, I'm still not even sure what it is. It might be a amplifier, I guess. I don't know. It's, it's throwing up. It's dying. <clears throat> and it will not produce... Um, a signal to the TVs in the house. It's like a, uh, like the incoming <clears throat> cable comes in and then I think it like boosts the signal and then there's outputs that go off of it to each individual room of the house 
where there's TV. I'm pretty sure. Well, it's fucked. So I look up what it is and I type all that shit that's on it in Amazon. And sure enough, the exact same thing pops up. I go, all right, buy. I'm standing right down there. I click buy. It says it won't be here till the earliest of October 5th, uh, October 5 through October 10. So then I'm like, oh, fuck. Well, he's not going to have TV. He's going to kill us. We're dead. He's going to murder the family. I go up and I say, hey, uh, and I don't get too in depth in the minutia because it'll fuck him up. I go, cable's out. Oh, okay. Now, he's thinking, well, when when do you think it'll come back? And I go, uh, earliest of October 5th. His eyes get big. I go, yeah, it's a, it's a particular part. I had to order it. So that thing's fucked. And uh, he starts fidgeting. Um, you ever see the movie uh, uh, Rain Man? Uh, Dustin Hoffman plays that. This is the first time I ever heard about autism, by the way, when I saw that movie. Remember the uh, Rain Man says to uh, uh, Rain Man's doctor. Wait a minute. Dustin Hoffman. What was his name? Ray. Ray says, Ray's doctor says to Charlie, he's autistic. And Charlie Babbitt goes, he's artistic. No, autistic. Well, um, Ray Raymond starts freaking out if it's too close to like, uh, if, uh, fucking, uh, uh, people's court starts, you know, so it's rocking back and forth. And, oh my God. Five minutes to Wapner five minutes. The NFK is doing that because the Tigers game is getting started and he wants to see every minute of this fucking Cabrera thing. He's like, am I going to be able to watch, uh, uh, fucking Cabrera's final game? And I go, um, I don't know. And his, his eyes are as good. Now he doesn't know anything about apps and, and all he knows is that at one point on Thursday, I went to the main menu on the TV, which is, you know, a smart TV. Um, and there was a, a prime logo I downloaded. We have prime on it and there's a paramount and, He's, he sort of realizes what happens there, but he doesn't have a full understanding of the um, mechanics of like apps and how they work. And so he's asking me all sorts of questions that tell me that he's not a hundred percent sure of what he know uh, of knowing what he talks about. He's like, well, can't you just watch it on prime? And I'm like, no prime has its own programming. It's a series of shows that they make and movies and sporting events. It's separate. Oh, oh. Um, well, can't you just um, download this app? Now, I, he may have been right inadvertently when he said, can't you just download the Tigers app or the Bally's app? And I go, maybe. And then it, it clicked in my brain. I go, you know, I can bypass all of that shit and just download the, this sounds like a commercial for Xfinity. Um, I downloaded the Xfinity stream app, which is how I watch it on my phone, you know, or my iPad. 
So the phone, the TV is now just a giant iPad at this point or a giant phone. I download the Xfinity app and I, I click on it and I fucking find my way through it. And I, boom. Um, sure enough, I have uh, Bally Sports on there and we are in business. I go, whew, thank God, because he was about ready to explode. So, you know, uh, problem solved. Problem solved. It did, though, get to a point late in the day. For some reason, um, when you get out of the app and then try to get back into it, where it's supposed to go, um, where, uh, uh, you know, the, the menu of all the channels, it would only take me directly to the Bally Sports one to w- watch more Tiger shit after the game is done. I'm like, I don't want that now. So I had to go and fucking delete the whole fucking app. It was a pain in the ass. And I, he was worried to death that he would wake up and only be able to watch Bally Sports. So, you know, I mean, like I said, this is all about survival, k- k- kicking the can down the road. I wake up this morning, I figure it out. I go, dude, good news. I figured it out. And uh, I go, what do you want to watch this morning? He goes, Fox 17 morning news. I go, okay, fuck yes. Let's do it. Thank you to Shaw YP. Shaw Shaw YP uh, for joining us and following. Um, And then I go, Fox 17 morning. Okay, put it on. And then uh, I'm walking upstairs with the cocoa wheats, with the coffee. And he goes, what if I want to change channels? And I go, I don't have time to explore this now. But when I come back down after I do this show, I'm going to figure that shit out for you. Um, So this was, we are, we are walking on a tightrope right now. If this goes south. If we can't figure this shit out, my God, we're going to have a goddamn eruption. Um, it was so bad when I was trying to figure this shit out last night after the game was done, trying to get, because he wants to watch fucking 60 minutes, you know? Um, he, uh, I got the food on the grill. I got a, a ton of chicken and I may have, See, I'm devoting time to this fucking remote and figure this shit. And then the fucking chicken is on fire. I'm like, oh, God damn it. People are getting pissed off at black chicken. Oh, shit. But uh, I think we're okay. Kenny says, I'm still curious as to what you ordered from Amazon. Didn't I explain that? It was a uh, device where the cable goes into it. It's probably like four inches long. uh, Two inches wide. It is known as a three-way by... No, that's not it at all. It is known as a five-port cable amplifier. In fact, I know I even said the word amplifier. And I also said that the cable goes into it And then there's like four or five outputs where cables can come out and go to the other portions of the house. I absolutely said that. Kenny says you described it, but it made no sense. 
Well, the way I described it three seconds ago was the same way I described it 10 minutes ago. Was it not? Can anybody second that? Can I get a second on that? Did my second description sound just like the first description? I'm not asking Kenny. Kenny says, no, no, the second description was better. Well, let, let's, let's, let's hear it from the other people who probably understood 1 million percent what I was saying both times. Tyler says, bail out, Kenny, bail out. Aram says, popcorn. Ryan says you can go to any hardware store and buy a splitter, you pile of shit. It wasn't a goddamn splitter. I told you it was an amplifier. That's the third time I've said it, you piece of shit, Ryan. I said it kind of amplifies the signal and then it. uh, uh, What the fuck am I doing here? It's not a splitter. It's an amplifier. I said that, dick. God damn. Hey, let's all get together and piss Eric off. Uh, Mediocrity Dave says, my Twitch app crapped the bed. I missed the first explanation, but not hearing it did not detract from the story. Oh, yeah, of course Kenny's interested in 8-Bit, but I need specifics as to what it was. It, who can't gives a shit? It's not important. That's why I didn't go deep on the explanation. It doesn't fucking matter. The point of the story was, it's not working! When I come up with these things to talk about, Believe it or not, I've gone over them in my head usually more than once. How am I going to address this story? Okay, superfluous, superfluous, omit, omit, because it, you know, bogs down the story. It's, It's irrelevant. It doesn't help with what I'm talking about. The key point of the story is, goddamn, my brother is Raymond Babbitt, Rocking back and forth going, fucking Miguel Cabrera, Miguel Cabrera. And you're like, yeah, I know that's funny, but I'm very interested (laughs) in uh, what exactly that device was. You fuck. Kenny says, all I know is when I had Xfinity, they hooked it all up and it worked fine. Yeah, but you live in a house that's the size of a goddamn Cracker Jack. All right. You know how many fucking miles of cable I have in this fucking house? I need an amplifier. Fuck. Thank you, Nick. Nick says, Kenny, when you live in a mansion, you need an amplifier for long cable runs. Anybody with half a brain knows that. Maureen says he's got a hot a hot tub, for God's sake. Yeah, Kenny, get your fucking shit together here. You think you're dealing with a goddamn child? Jesus Christ. Ugh. 
Uh, Corey says we're going to mesh Wi-Fi system. Yeah, I have that too. This is a great story, you know. But what about the specifications of that crazy device? I'm not sold on this story because I don't have one. Why would that affect it? The, the simple fact that you're like, hmm, this is entertaining at all, but I am so goddamn, oh, oh, so goddamn curious. Shit. Tyler says the only detail that matters is when did you order this from Amazon? Maureen says, Ryan, I hope you are clipping this Kenny impression for your Kenny AI. Ryan says, I just emailed you what you can get today at Menards. Yeah, I don't, I don't go to stores, Ryan. I don't have time for that nonsense. And even if that is true, he says, you, uh, your stupid amplifier, not the same. This is not 1 million percent, not the same as what I have. Yeah, this is $21 and 35 cents. You dumb fuck. What I ordered was $111. It's exactly the same as the one that's busted. This is not what I have downstairs. Fuck off. My God. When I woke up today, I did not think, I wasn't looking forward. Well, I was looking forward to telling you that story, but at no point did I think, oh man, The best part of the story is when I get into the nitty gritty details about the fucking amplifier. I'm just so stumped. I am flummoxed and befuddled. (laughs) Ow! With this crazy contraption. That's the only thing I care about in this story. (laughs) It hurts. Jesus. Uh, In all seriousness, I'm kind of uh, happy you brought it up because there was a chance I was a little too short on um, uh, content today, but I've I've just bought uh, 26 minutes on the fucking... A cable amplifier. He says, he's, uh, he says, hey, I never lived in a mansion. Never heard of this magical device. You have too. Kristen Maine says, Eric's just using Kenny for content. Yeah, like my dad. Ryan says the amplifier is the best part of the story. Well, it's working for you. Yeah, but now I'm all pissed off, dick. And you know what? You're not any better, you fucking bumblefuck cock. Ryan. Acting like a goddamn know-it-all. Yeah, this is what you need, asshole. Fuck that shit. My God. 
It's very difficult to now continue on with a normal show because I'm so, I'm, I'm agitated. I'm like a dog that has the fucking zoomies and you try to get him to settle down. Overall, it was a fantastic weekend. Um, and it was great because I don't know about you. I've said it before and I'll say it again. When you get a chore done, it is unbelievable, unbelievably happy. I feel unbelievably, God, I can't fucking talk. Unbelievably happy when I look and see what I did. I've accomplished something. Queen of the Forest says, I got a chore this weekend for you. Okay, what is it? You have to scrub uh, the mudroom. This fucking... Wait, wait a minute. What is that? Where where exactly in the house is that? Why do they call it a mudroom? Do you have to go get mud? I've only lived in a matchbox. Uh, the ceramic tile gets fucking filthy from the dogs. These big ceramic tile squares. They're like a foot by a foot. And the grout is pretty much dark brown or black from dogs traipsing through the house after they come inside. Um, I want you to scrub that floor. Get in the grout there really good like you do. Now, you can hire a company, but I hate spending the money on it. Um, to come in and clean it. And it's like 150 bucks for two rooms or something. I'm like, fuck that shit. I go, no, because I kept telling her, I'll scrub it. I'll scrub it. I get down on my fucking hands and knees with water and bleach. And uh, I'm just with this green scrubby thing with the white handle, which really gets in there. And uh, my knees are on fucking fire because I'm old. And uh, I I, I have to uh, kneel on like a big pad. Because I'm so decrepit and my knees hurt so bad. And I'm scrubbing like, uh, uh, there was a fucking Disney. What was it? Um, which is the one? Who's the one that's got the three bitch sisters? They all go to the ball. Is that Snow White or Fiona or Rapunzel? I think it's Rapunzel. One of the princesses has to scrub and the bitch stepmother says, yeah, my daughters are going to go get the handsome king. I'm the one on the Cinderella. So scrub it away, wiping it up. And when I got home, she got back from the store and she's just like, you did it. Now, did I get any sex out of it? No, that's unheard of. Uh, and it doesn't matter because uh, the medicine I'm taking like 8 million drugs now. Uh, it, it, nothing works anymore. We're just best buddies. Everything's fucked up between her menopause and, uh, and, and, and always in pain vagina and my libido as low as fucking Kenny's self-esteem. Uh, th there is no sex in Mudville. God damn it. Clean the shit out of that floor. If we were like 25, we would have had sex right on the floor. And then I felt like motivated. I'm like, I take a look at, uh, 
you know, like there's a pantry and ours, you know, I know it sounds like I'm talking about all the cool shit in my house, but it's a walk-in pantry and it's a disaster. There's shit. None of it is even on the shelves. It's all on the fucking floor. Boxes of Fritos, fucking big Costco sized things of toilet paper and paper towels. This shit is there. Nothing's, we just buy it and throw it in there. We don't even organize it. We don't put it on the shelves. It's a complete fucking shithole. I went through that thing. And first of all, I shot a, uh, in a, um, a Facebook video, uh, a reel, if you will, of all of the expired soft drinks or, uh, uh, booze. Cause my wife buys tons of booze and, uh, for when people come over and it's all expired. So I threw it all away and I can't tell you how much food I threw out. That's That's awesome. When you can go through and you look at this product and it's three years old and you throw it away. Yeah. But what products were they? What exactly did doesn't fucking matter. You just throw all this shit out. I've got five gigantic garbage bags full of old fucking food. I throw it all away. I wanted to throw out all the candy while I was there, but Pooh Bear likes snacking on that. So I said, all right, I'm not going to do it um, because of the diet thing. But when I was done with that fucking thing, it looks like a general store. Between the floor of the mudroom and the pantry, I must have walked down. I must have been upstairs several times. Like, I'm going to go back and just look at what I did. And I just walked in, looked at it, looked at the shelves. Oh, this is awesome. I'm happy. This what a fucking weekend. Now, does that not sound terrible? The fact that that is exciting to me. That's where I am in life right now. I'm excited. What time did you throw it all away? A pantry. Do you keep pans in there? God damn. Aram says it would be. It would be a lot easier to clean next time if you seal the tile with 511 Impregnator. Strange name, I know. I, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it is. And I've never heard of that. What is, what the fuck is that? That's unbelievable. Um, God, I was just reminded of something. I was just reminded of something and I have to take care of it because I want to talk about it now. Hang on. I was, um, I was reminded of this because I see that one of everybody's best buddies, the immortal Joe Pellerito is with us right now. And every time I talk about Joe Pellerito's crazy brother, Mike Pellerito. He's like, Oh no, not again. Um, but this all comes from the, um, there's, there's, a, there's a couple schools of thought here. Um, when Mike Pellerito loses his mind, uh, continually on the, uh, former Zaniacs United page, It may be, uh, there can be an argument made for just ignoring it and letting it go. But honestly, what fun is that? Okay. What fun is that? 
Did I ignore it when Mike threw a we hate Eric Zane party with Eric Zane scarecrows at his house? No. It allowed us to saunter into the world of one of the most absurd, fun, amazing beat-ups that have ever existed. Okay? So, when Mike kicks up his heels, I love talking about it. I'm glad he does it. The Pellerito PPO file got bigger. Bigger. Go figure. I combined bigger and figure to give you bigger. That's a free beer word scramble. Um, The latest thing, and I've described this to you, is on the former Z- uh, Zaniacs United page. Um, Mike is going back to, he's like going back years because that, that page has been around for um, probably about seven years. And he's going back uh, years at a time, finding an old post. And then he'll comment on comments that are that many years old. He'll like answer a question or further the conversation, a conversation that was going on years ago. I know that sounds nuts. That's because it's Mike. That's why it sounds nuts. Well, when he does that, the post, because of the way they have the settings on there, gets put to the very top post so that anybody who follows that, they see a post from many years ago. Uh, one person in particular, the last time this happened, wrote, because he's too dumb to figure out what's going on. Uh, uh, what's his name? He used to be known as uh, uh, Tom from Gun Lake. Uh, I forgot his fucking name. Anyway, he, he wrote, Mike, why do these keep showing up here? Uh, let it go. He wrote that, but Mike's not letting it go. So the latest, oh fuck, this is going to, the latest is this one that Mike has parked on and commented on Troy Finholm. That's his name. Uh, is, is radio voice Linda here? I'm pretty sure I saw Linda in here, in here. In fact, I know she's in here. So is Maureen. (laughs) This is what Mike commented on. This old post. It was when Linda had uh, purchased a uh, I'm a Zaniac long sleeve shirt. And um, she wrote on her post from two years ago, best Christmas gift ever from my sister, a new Zaniac. Okay, great. Awesome. There you go. Look at that smile. She looks like a million dollars. Mike. And here's the comments like from one or two years ago. Let's go from Kyler. There's a uh, Marcy Haddon Vanderplug, who after I called her a fat ass, Her son threatened to kick my ass and I threatened him with calling the cops. Sarah's there. Dean was there. Yesterday, 
again, look at the times. One hour, one hour, one hour. Or I'm sorry, one year, one year, one year, one year. Original post was December of 21. Um, Pellerito says yesterday, is this still a thing? He goes back, finds these, comments on them, just so that they'll pop up at the top. That's why he's doing this. Troy Finholm again writes, why are these old posts coming out, Mike? It's because, again, he doesn't know what the fuck's going on. He's an idiot. He's such a dumb fuck. He doesn't, he doesn't get, he doesn't think that Mike is that much of a psychopath. But he is. God damn, do I love this. This makes me so happy. Thank you to one of my moles. By the way, I'm a 50 year old man doing what a 50 year old man should. Uh, Blue State Rob says, Big Gunt Marcy. How could we forget her? Linda says, What a dumb fuck. Radio Voice Linda says, I thought it would be much worse. Uh, Maureen says, me too. Not the biggest deal, but again, I'm using that to illustrate this, what's going on there. You know, these people should do a podcast. They, uh, Mike needs to get rid of that nervous energy somehow. Somehow this is still affecting him. Okay. Do we need to fight? Would that make, would Joe ask your brother? if it would make him feel better if we got in a fist fight. Because I will absolutely do that. I will fight your brother. Is that going to get this out of his system? Does he need a fist fight? Like in a parking lot somewhere. Chris says Mike knows exactly what he's doing. Well, I'll tell you this. He's making me very happy. Because if I can spend a few minutes talking about how much of a fucking maniac he is, then I'm happy. Chris, what are your thoughts on this? I like to turn to you from time to time for a little input because you're Chris strikes me as one of those guys who doesn't often say a lot, but when he does, it's usually meaningful. What is your impression about what is going on uh, with, with this guy, Chris says he will pretend to take the high road and act like you can't let it go. Uh, Mike's brother, Joe says, I saw him yesterday morning for Frisbee golf. I let him know he's be, I let him know he's being noticed. He made that comment after Frisbee golf. Oh, okay. So that makes sense. Well, dude, he is a tangled mess in my opinion. And I actually appreciate that he is crazy because it, uh, some of the, um, less retarded members of that group, like, um, Craig Danitz often says, why do you do that? All you're doing is giving him fucking fuel. And he's right. He's absolutely right. God damn. Maureen says he likes being noticed. Yeah, I don't know. I have no idea. All I know is that I think he's a goddamn loon. Um, and I'm a million times better off without him. By the way, 
Thank you. Uh, for the first time, now we can go back to April of 21. Over the weekend, EZ popped 230 on Patreon. Uh, thank you to everybody who has signed up. It is, uh, it's been a, a, a steep ascent since we started the 10 days or seven days free available for you. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. And now is the perfect opportunity to take care of um, all of this that I do each and every show. First of all, if you are watching on Facebook or on X or YouTube, I'm going to send you on your way. If you want the rest of this show, it's available on Twitch uh, for free. Twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live or download the Twitch app on your mobile device. Just uh, find Twitch and uh, on Google Play or the App Store and then uh, search Eric Zane Live and then follow the page. It's all you got to do. Give yourself a name on Twitch. So you can communicate with us and we can uh, have fun. Subscribe. You can either pay for that if you want. If you subscribe, um, you get no commercials or you can link up your Amazon Prime. For free, you get one of those a month from Amazon. You do have to do it each month. Some of you are like, oh my God, that's so hard. I got to click a button each month. There was a conversation about that last week. And people were like, some of the people were chiming in. We're like, oh my God, Jesus Christ. I got to click. The Nick. Nick, the electrician says, yeah, it's, it's, you just click it. It's that's it. There's nothing to it. Uh, on Twitch. Also the audio becomes a podcast wherever you download shows, Apple podcasts, Spotify to name, uh, the first two big ones. There's plenty more. Uh, but, uh, enjoy the show on any one of those platforms. Doesn't matter to me. Eric Zane show podcast is what you search for. And then there's my Patreon where it was a fantastic week last week, what with uh, the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast and then um, the hour-long Who Are These Free Beers, where we really kind of um, uh, had a a lot more uh, drilling down on that show because Ben pulled his own clips and I pulled my clips, and it was an absolute fantastic time uh, with Who Are These Free Beers. All right. Uh, Bob of Oliver says, fuck prime. Just pay the monthly sub. I don't care how you do it. You don't have to, or don't pay or do anything. Just sit through the commercials. I don't give a shit. Uh, but Patreon that is listener supported ad free Patreon, and you can get it for one full week for free. This is what has, uh, having been having me with the rubber meet the road on Patreon is because of the seven days free. If you've been like, God damn it, Eric, I've heard you talk about this thing. I got to try it out. Yeah, I make it so damn easy for you. You just go to P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Who are, I'm sorry, patreon.com slash Eric Zane, P-A-T-R-E-O-N. And um, off you go. You just kind of uh, put in a payment form and then you get seven days free. If you cancel it before the seven days, you will not be charged. If you like it, you can either let it ride and then you're charged either five or 10 bucks a month, depending on uh, what stream you want, either all the audio, the audio video or live streams up to you, or you can convert it to a year and save 10%. Thank you to Joe Pellerito. He just did that the other day. He dropped 108 of his hard earned dollars to your old pal, easy. 
And um, that was very, very cool. Thank you. So I knocked 10% off if you pay for a whole year. Blue Chaos 24 says Patreon is much easier to subscribe to than Twitch is via iOS. I'll take your word for it. And uh, it's important to note that on that Patreon, you can sign up for the seven days and cancel it immediately if you like. You're still going to get the seven days. I'm confident you'll like it so much after the seven days, you'll then re-sign up with cash. You totally have that option. Um, More often than not, when people sign up for the seven, they end up liking it. So I'm very, very lucky to have that and uh, very thankful that you have signed up in the past. So thank you so much to you folks on Facebook X. And of course, on uh, YouTube, I'm going to send you on your way. Twitch and Facebook brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. X brought to you by Blue Frost IT. The open and live stream of the show. Before I get to that, if you ever want to reach me, the best way to do it is on the Shoreliner Striping Inbox. Shoreliner Striping Machine, Stripes Parking Lots. You ever drive into a parking lot that's just been uh, uh, redone? completely jet black. You can still smell it. And then the crisp yellow lines. It's fucking majestic. Uh, Tim Mayer and his crew put those yellow lines down. The guy could work uh, 50 hours a day if that was possible. Uh, He stripes all the parking lots. He's painting the arrow that says right turn, left turn. He's on the athletic field, striping those uh, yard lines in the 50, 40, 30, end zone, touchdown. Eagles. uh, Shoreliners striping online at shorelinersstriping.com. The open and live stream brought to you by the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. From anywhere in the U.S., you can get a mortgage 231-332-6505. Okay, so whether you're a first-time home buyer or you're looking to buy uh, your 10th home, uh, the mortgage process is as simple as possible with the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. Just call, pick his brain, say, hey, EZ told me to call you. How can you help me out? That doesn't mean you're committed. I just want you to talk to him. 231-332-6505. Perhaps you've lived in your home for a long time and you want to get some money out of it to pay off a uh, high-interest credit card bill or get a new roof or buy a new bulldog puppy, 231-332-6505. 231-332-6505. Thank you, Mario. Also, uh, Rick from TC Paintball. Thank you to Rick. Uh, Schedule a uh, fall harvest paintball extravaganza. Nothing better than playing paintball in the crisp, cool air. And we're getting ready for that cool down right now. You're outdoors, uh, tromping through the village. It's like a real-life shooter video game. Uh, TCPaintballGR.com, the ultimate paintball destination in the state of Michigan. All others, 
pale in comparison to TC Paintball. Fully stocked pro shop because once you go there and rent their equipment and have a great time, you're going to be like, this is so much fun. I need my own gun. And then there you go. The pro shop is exquisitely stocked with everything you need at TC Paintball. Gather up the neighborhood kids, you and your you and the dad friends, get ready to hang out at TC Paintball. Workplace team building, bachelor party, you name it, at TC Paintball. Hey, what's up? It's your pal EZ with another amazing partner for the Eric Zane Show podcast, the Eufy Video Lock. Oh my gosh. Smart Lock 2K Cam and Doorbell 3-in-1 Triple Security. You got everything in one device, all right? Rather than install piecemeal, hoping that you got this app, that it's going to work okay in that app, and oh my God. This is not just for security, but also for convenience. No more worrying about losing keys. And you can assign passwords to your family members and see them coming back home via the integrated camera. So, you know, like they all have their codes. They walk up to the door. They punch it in. The door unlocks. In they go. And, of course, it's a video camera. So it's all there. You can see who shows up at your door. This is fantastic. We live in a golden age for home security. And the Eufy Video Lock is the top of the heap, okay? You can go to eufyofficial.com slash video lock for more information. This thing is easy to install. The setup, all you need is a Phillips screwdriver. No drilling or anything like that. All the keyless entry components make it so fantastic. 0.3 second fingerprint recognition. Amazing. No battery anxiety. You've got the ultimate I don't know what it is, super lithium whatever that keeps this thing powered for a long, long time. No monthly fee on this, unlike other brands that do that. They just bend you over and charge you a monthly fee. I love the Eufy Video Lock. Get to eufyofficial.com slash video lock. E-U-F-Y official.com slash video lock. All right. Uh, your old pal EZ was well-behaved on the diet front. Uh, in fact, for the first time ever, I dipped below 180. Not, well, first time ever. First time in this, it's been a while since I've been less than 180. Several months. Okay. Um, I worked Friday at Bosco's first of all, and, um, no big deal. You know, the errant French fry here and there, maybe a pickle slice, but nothing, nothing absurd. Uh, that's the key. When you're sitting there working, grazing on the food for hours, okay, that's the problem. Uh, walked out of there because Doug doesn't let you leave without food. What are you eating? Uh, I, I, I don't want anything. No, you have to. Now, Doug's not really a guy that you want to get into an argument with. Uh, what with all the various bar fights over the years, which by the way, I got to tell you this fucking story. Oh, hold on. Forget everything. Um, this fuck comes into Bosco's on Friday. And you know, this is a family business with the whole family there. You got mom, dad, two kids, Dougie. And, um, uh, Lindsay and me, 
And there's another waitress. Lindsay comes back and she calls her dad Papa, which typically that's a grandpa thing, but she calls him Papa. Papa! She's the same age as Jackie. I think she might be a year older. She played soccer with Jackie. Great athlete. She used to wrestle. Um, Lindsay used to wrestle um, the boys when she was growing up. Doug's a great. Doug's Brazilian jiu-jitsu, karate, wrestling, hockey. He's one of those guys. So he was the wrestling coach for the kids. And there was some fucking arrogant fuck, 10-year-old back in the day in Doug used to say, I'll give you 50 bucks if you make him cry. And then Lindsay goes out there and fucking beats the shit out of the kid. <laughs> it's fucking great. You know, I love this family. They're a total throwback. And so you got Doug, who's I've told you about Doug being a badass. He was a, used to do security, used to be a bouncer. He's been shot more than once. He's been shot. I mean, there's a lot that's happened to Doug over the years. And then Dougie, who is uh, equally intense. I can't think of two people, I've said this before, who I would less like to upset than these two. These are the people that when you're choosing sides for the street brawl, it's one in one A. And uh, I've talked to them about occasionally if people ever get out of line in the bar, what happens? And usually Lindsay or mom comes back and says, Doug. And then Doug goes out there and flashes the badge and everybody settles the fuck down. So Lindsay comes back to Papa and she goes, and I heard her say so. I I could only hear part of the portion of the conversation, but she's uncomfortable and something's wrong. And I see Doug wires start to cross in his head and his, and then Dougie wires start to cross up short circuit. Something's going on. So I don't say anything. I just start watching. And Dougie goes, do you know what's going on? I go, no. Well, there's a fucking asshole out there who drank his ass off the night before. And he walked out without paying his fucking bill. And we're going to go and we're going to confront him. I go, yes. And then he goes, and there's other things that are bothering me about that guy too. I go, what? He goes, this goes back several weeks. I guess, okay, and then occasionally Dougie's wife will also work there. And um, she's, you know, they're all like 28, 29, 30. uh, and, And Dougie's wife is very, very pretty. And this guy was making all sorts of comments to Doug. I'm sorry, to Dougie, the husband. So Dougie's the younger one. Doug is dad. So this drunk fuck who skipped out on his bill is saying to Dougie, man, your wife's hot. And so Dougie's describing it to me. And he says to me, he goes, now you said it once. And I was like, oh, uh, thank you. And Dougie said to me, he goes, so I gave him the one. Anything more than that. Now we're it's starting to get weird and we're going to have a problem. So more than once, it's like, oh, she's so beautiful. Oh, my God, is your wife hot? Again and again and again. So Dougie goes up to him. He goes, that's my wife. And if you say one more fucking word about my wife, 
you're going to be leaving here unconscious and on a stretcher. Be careful. So he gives him a fucking hard and fast warning. And this fucker comes back days later, gets shit faced and doesn't pay. So all of this is like a mountain of shit and it's going to come to a head right there. So I'm like, yes, fuck yes. So big Doug goes, all right, Eric, watch a kitchen. And these two go out and Doug goes up to the table and the dude is sitting at his table, eating his food with his wife or girlfriend. I don't know who the fuck she was. And he Doug standing over him and, uh, Dougie comes out and he sits down and he's watching his back. I go, you want to, I go, are you going to help me on this food? He goes, no, I have to stay here. If you could get it, that'd be great. I go, no problem. No problem. So I'm like peeking out and I see Doug like talking with his hands and I'm like, oh shit. So at any one moment, he could have easily have just ripped this fucker's head off and thrown it out the door. I'm not really sure what else happened, but I know there wasn't violence, but if there was, God help that son of a bitch. If he even got one toe out of line in Doug's face, because they would have just thrown him right. They would have thrown him Axel Foley style through the fucking glass. I was like, yeah, come on, please. Let's do it. I want to see this. Oh, shit. Uh, Chris says, oh, dude is asking for it. He certainly was. Certainly was. Oh, God. So when Doug says to me, um, look, you need you need to take some food home. And I say, nah, you're getting food. You need to eat. Okay. So before I do like something, hamburger, you know, cheeseburger with extra time, we just go ape shit. That's what got me to 186.44 pounds. Um, and, uh, so I went ahead and, uh, I said, I'll take romaine with, uh, chicken breast. He goes, what? I go, yeah, just cook up some chicken breast, throw it on a bed of lettuce. So I behaved. I'm doing great. Uh, Saturday, long ass walk, got done with the walk, got on the scale, 179.4. Boom. Fuck. Yes. Now. I know that that's not going to last. I knew that that wasn't going to last. Cause first of all, I was dehydrated cause I just spent, uh, 80 minutes walking nonstop. So I knew I was kind of low on fluids. I knew that would, it would, it would head back up North of 180, which is fine. My point is I haven't been below 180 in quite some time. And, um, so we're going to continue, continue to progress. And I sure hope you are too little concerned about our pal Kenny. He seemed to be on the pity pot the other day. Uh, his body language was such that he was doing the, uh, uh, oh no, what was me? Which I have no patience for. Um, you only need to worry about what you can control. If you can't control it, there's no point in worrying about it. So get your head out of your ass with your uh, recovered back. And go get some exercise, for God's sake. 
Uh, all right. I want you to hold right there. Your old pal EZ needs to go tinkle. I will be back. Um, by the way, there are three dogs in here. You just can't see any, any of them. My um, fears were confirmed. Uh, the arthritis is um, in my right knee is pretty progressed. I went and saw a orthopedic doctor, um, the world-famous Dr. Healy, uh, this weekend, Friday. And um, took a look at it, and he showed me my left knee and my right knee. My left knee has plenty of healthy cartilage. The right knee does not. It's down about 50%. Uh, whatever arthritis does, choose that away like fucking Pac-Man. Um, that's what the discomfort is all about. One of the things he said was running does not cause arthritis, but if you run when you have arthritis, that is a bad thing. Running is no more. Elliptical, bike, swim, walk. I found out that uh, one pound of weight lost is like four less pounds on your joints because when you're walking, uh, the impact is greater. So that means the seven pounds that I've lost is um, closer to 28 when it comes to what my my joints like. Oh, God, it feels like I got 28 pounds less pressure here. So basically, if I can, uh, if I'm successful in my effort to drop 30, that'll be like 120 pounds per step less pressure on my knees. So that's uh, continuing the game plan, sticking to that. Uh, Tyler says that sounds unbelievable. High impact on knees does not cause arthritis over time. Uh, that's what he said. It is. Um, but once you have it, you're going to have to back that shit off. So I go, well, what are the options here? It's all right. What we're dealing with here, Eric, is just trying to buy you time. The longer we can go without having to put you under the knife. You're not there right now, but um, there's uh, uh, one thing in particular that I want you to do. And we can do it right now if your insurance accepts it. It turns out they didn't. Um, they didn't do it immediately. You had to, like, ask. So that's in the process of happening right now. But what they do is they take a needle and this scared the shit out of me when he said it, he goes, we're going to take, um, a, um, a needle and put it into your knee. And by, and Rick is here. He says, same as my issue. I have a solution. And I, I described to, um, uh, Dr. Healy about knees over toes. We, we did have a, uh, a discussion about that and he's all for it. He's all for it. He goes, I, I can totally see why that would uh, offer you some relief. But what he wants to do is um, you take a needle and it's got a, uh, there's a product, which I, uh, not a product. In your knee, there is a um, um, substance that is naturally created that provides lubrication. And it's uh, almost gel-like that's in the space. And They've managed to, with science, recreate it perfectly. 
and um, so that the body produces more of it. And they put this and they inject it into the knee and it lasts about six months and it provides like a sliding effect and uh, everything kind of settles down because there's no uh, bone on bone, which is what's causing the issues, holes in the cartilage. So you do that and you'll feel unbelievably better and it won't hurt and you're slowing down uh, the progression of... um, of arthritis. He says, now all we're looking to do is buy you time. And you can get this done every six months. I said, okay. All right. Uh, he goes, because you're not, I can't, we can't go in there and, and get, uh, uh, Rick's throwing. I, I don't know. I don't know what that is. Um, so supposedly that's going to happen if my insurance approves it. And I think they will. And he says, yeah, we're just looking to buy you time because he goes, I think you'd be an ideal recipient for a one half knee replacement. Now, I don't know what a half knee replacement is, well, what, what that entails. He says only about 8% of people who get a knee, half knee, who are, um, who need help can get a half knee replacement. So I don't know what the fuck that is. He says that could be years. He goes, it depends on your comfort level. It depends on how much pain you're in. So. Uh, I go, well, what about like my knees over toes and my strength building and all that? Can I keep doing that? He goes, yeah, I encourage you to do that. He goes, anything you can do to build your muscle, to help you out, to get you to the next day, to help you be able to, you know, do all, do all the things you do by all means. Um, Rick says knee replacements are for walking and not being active. As far as I understand them, I'd avoid. Oh yeah, absolutely. As long as I'm not in pain, uh, you know, with debilitating pain, which is coming, then I would, um, I would never do that. Um, so we'll see, we'll see how long this can go. We'll play it by ear. One of those deals right now. I'm fine. Uh, Tyler says they don't like doing joint replacements until it is absolutely necessary. And you're in agonizing pain with no relief. And I'm far from that right now. Far from that. Uh, let's see where this takes me. If I can continue losing the weight. All right. Continue losing the weight, get completely shredded. Um, and, uh, lean and mean and see where my walking and my little kickboarding and my elliptical can take us. And my little strength exercises and my uh, wall sits and my knees over toes and all that shit. I might be able to do myself some good. You know? Whatever. Uh, The Danity says getting old sounds great. Yeah, I've got medicine for my brain. I've got medicine for my prostate. And um, what else do I take? Oh, wait, prostate. Okay, prostate. And then um, also my, the one, the medicine I take for Flomax, which is my uh, sphincter to let my pee out. So big prostate, bad sphincter, uh, mental deficiencies. God damn it. Knee, I'm falling apart. It's better than the alternative, Maureen says. Yeah, you're right. You know, I still look great. The end of the day, I am still more handsome than every single one of you. 
Don't ever forget that. I'm kidding. Um, all right. Thank you to my friends at King's Room Barbershop. I am going there this week. At least that's the plan. It's kind of a wonky week because I got to leave here, uh, leave home Thursday to be with my dad up north. Uh, King's Room Barbershop online at kingsroom.net. Thanks to Gabe the Honduran. This is a multicultural show, by the way. Gabe representing the great country of Honduras. Honduras. Kingsroom.net is where he got his haircut. There are three locations. Northland Drive, Caledonia. The new location, 821 36th Street in Wyoming. Used to be Rogers Plaza. They moved out of Rogers Plaza. Now they're at 821 36th Street. Uh, Haircuts for men, beard care, whatever you want. Uh, Dudes, if you've gotten your haircut at Jude's, Lady Jane, Sport Clips, places like that, uh, head over to King's Room Barbershop and experience them. Their prices are all listed at kingsroom.net, the website, exact locations, hours, and where your stylist is working on one day because they rotate. The owners are Andy and Colleen. If you have either Andy or Colleen cut your hair, you'll know Andy's got this giant ZZ Top beard. Um, Mention EZ. If it's not Andy or Colleen, say to your stylist, can you tell Andy or Colleen that Eric Zane sent me? That helps your old pal EZ. Kingsroom.net. Thanks to Frank Fuss, my policy shop insurance. Now, when I first started talking about Frank Fuss, I was constantly saying, hey, I know you, uh, if you are in between jobs or you're self-employed or your boss does not offer insurance, you can get insurance through the marketplace. But navigating the marketplace is sometimes a bitch. Frank will do it for you, no cost. Frank is free. But um, not only does that remain true, but nowadays this is different. Like Tyler uh, over there, he um, let's say he's at his work. I'm just using him as an example. He works uh, in healthcare. Let's say his employer offers him insurance. All right. And uh, his wife stays home with the kids. His insurance through his employer is dirt cheap. But if he adds uh, wife and kids, it's pretty costly. Your bosses don't like play, uh, paying as much as they do for you as they, do, as they would for the family plans. So you end up paying quite a bit more. It hurts pretty bad when you look at how much you're paying a month for the family plan. So new this year, keep your insurance with your boss. Don't add the family. Put the family on a healthcare.gov policy. That was not possible in years prior. It is now. Why that's going to save you a ton of money is because if you are under a certain earning threshold, and the threshold's pretty high, so it's quite easy to be under it, um, you get a tax subsidy to pay for the premium. This is a perk of being in the United States. Healthcare.gov will pay for a good portion of the premium, much more than what your employer would pay for. So it's worth it to call Frank and say, do I qualify for this? Because if you do, you're going to save hundreds of dollars on even better insurance for your family. The difference is when your employer gives you insurance, you have to go with whatever plan they give you. 
And sometimes it sucks dick. When you're choosing the policy, you choose the one that's best for your family. You see, you get to pick. Frank's going to help you pick that out. My point is, reach out to Frank to help you through all of this. You go here online to a a spot, buyinsurancehere.com. B-U-I, buyinsurancehere.com. That's Frank's page. Fill out the form where it says, how do you hear about me? Make sure you put easy and off you go. And then you have a conversation with Frank. If you qualify, you're going to save Hundreds of dollars a month. You're welcome. Use 108 of those dollars and buy an Eric Zane Show Patreon uh, Tier 2 membership. Thank you. All right. Maureen says, I've had a couple of different joint replace, uh, joint replacements. Orthovisc was the, was the name of one. Oh, that's not a joint replaces, replacement. That's a shot. It's a series of four injections one week apart. I think that's what he described to me. In fact, I'm sure it is. And Maureen says it's better than the alternative. Wish me luck. She says she had it last for years. Oh, that's good news. All right. Uh, a couple of things I want to get into from uh, from this past weekend. Uh, a pretty um, horrible that teaching profession these days in some spots, typically in area of Michigan, um, Flint at, uh, Southwestern classical Academy in Flint, Michigan is where this shit show took place. I guess there was a couple of crazy bitches that were screaming at each other in the classroom. And then the teacher was like, all right, you go in your corner and you go in your corner. And the one crazy bitch picked up a stool and threw it at the teacher. Here we go. Okay. It's the chick with the long hair here. She's the problem. And I always love how in the classroom, uh, the students know it's coming. They know that the eruption Vesuvius is about to destroy Pompeii. So they always roll the footage on the phone. Okay. Now this tall lady, that's the teacher. She's like, okay, come on, settle it down. Settle it down. Okay. Now you see the stool right by this long haired chick. She's got it in her hand. Here it comes. You know where this is going. Montgomery brawl. That's what brought this on. Thanks to Montgomery brawl. There's now it's a regular thing. That's, that's what happens. Hit that chick right in the head. I want to watch it again, but it's not agreeing with me. Fuck me. Damn it. 
That was incredible. Intense. Damn. That chick went down like a ton of bricks. I guess she was admitted to the hospital, but she's okay. My God. Chris says fucking animals. Kenny says that is horrible. Maureen says bitch ass. She could have killed her. Chris in Maine says she kind of lobbed it though. You got to swing it to be like Montgomery brawl. Jesus, Mary and Joseph. Brandis says fucking kids are out of control. Chris in Maine says unk with the chair. Everybody over there. That is so incredible. Brandon says, I'm tired of these fucking monsters. All schools in my city have been canceled, all due to threats of school shootings in our town this week. Super scary. Look, you know what's really standing out to me as something that was um, cool before it's cool? Homeschooling. Homeschooling your kids. There was a time when homeschooling was, you know, for the kid who eats a snot and is a fucking loser and doesn't do any sports and he sits around and and he's a psychopath. He's not going to get laid till he's like 45 years old. That That's the thing about, but that's not true anymore. Nowadays, uh, parents are homeschooling their kids because the school is a war zone. I think if, uh, and you might be like, oh, well, I can't afford it. It's like, yes, you can. You can figure that shit out. If there's a will, there's a way. Home, if I were raising kids in this day and age, I would absolutely want to homeschool my kids. It's horrible. I, I have a terrible feeling every day that my wife goes to work because the next psychopath school shooter is going to show up at the school and, uh, and, and, and kill people. Uh, let alone something nonsensical like this happening. Absolutely horrible. Uh, A little bit more on this uh, about the incident. This all happened Thursday. I would never, I could never envision doing that. We would, I mean, when we went to school, old people like me, I, I mean, I can't even... It would never happen. We would never even mouth off to the teacher. We would never give the teacher any fucking attitude. It would be unheard of to offer any type of sass. If anybody did offer the sass, it was always the Jeff Benders of the world. You know, did you ever see the breakfast club? Was that was his name? Jeff Bender. Uh, he was like the, the fucking, uh, uh, rebel stoner guy. The burnouts, the burnouts would always get lippy with like the shop teacher. 
or some shit like that. If there was going to be an incident, it was going to be with either the shop teacher or the, or the gym teacher. Uh, we had a, a large contingency of high ons and burnouts. Uh, Dave Schneider was one of them. I'll never forget because his mom used to take him to school in this beautiful Trans Am. And she looked like fucking D Snyder from Twisted Sister. And, uh, like a horrible cokehead. And, uh, all these people, all these burnouts, they all became like engineers and physicians and, uh, 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 uh specialists in their fields, you know, uh, incredible brains. And then, um, you know, like their, uh, their moms and dads would always be like, ah, yeah, he's bored. He's just acting out cause he's bored. He's actually brilliant. And all the teachers would be like, yeah, no, fuck that. He's an asshole. He's and it's true. He was an asshole. You had Larry Kersinger. You had Bill Porzondik. You had Pat Hickman. You had Dave Schneider. These crazy sons of bitches would be doing Coke in the bathroom. And now they're all millionaires. And nobody believed their parents when the parents would say, just let them be. Let them do it. They're fine. Fucking, they're brilliant. They're, they're geniuses. And all these goddamn burnouts would go on. They're, they're all really super successful now. So, goddamn. Maybe, maybe their parents were on to something. Uh, the principal would beat the shit out of the kids back then. Tyler says those types of kids are always causing a ruckus. Uh, Kenny says there was always the threat of the paddle with holes drilled in it for less air resistance. It was if we effed up in elementary school back in the 80s. Yeah, you know, you're not that much younger than I am. I had that too. The, um, I've told this story before. Uh, the principal's name was, I'll never forget it because we had Mr. Nagy and then Mr. Nagy retired and he was replaced by Richard Cracknall. Literally Dick Cracknall. Just the name Cracknall there instills fear because Nagy wouldn't hit. He had no paddle. But Cracknall had a array of them on display in his office. Several. And you could choose the one that he would use to paddle you. Cracknall's paddles. And there's names like the Vigilante, the Enforcer, Swift Justice. And you're like, oh my God. You fucked up once. That's it. You didn't fuck up again. When I was clasping the uh, 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 erasers and all the chalk dust was going into the uh, asthma kids' faces, uh, 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 Jenny Markuzik and Kristen Majeski, and then Dick Palo, the teacher, saw it. So he's all right, that's it. Crack now. I'm like, oh, no, fucking shit. Fifth grade. He's okay, Eric. You know, this is my first one and only appearance in Cracknall's office. Note home to your parents or pick a paddle. And my mother 
would have made that worse. Um, she'd have beat the shit out of me, and then I would have been locked away for extended time. And I'm like, just one and done. Pick it off the wall. And I go, uh, swift justice. Takes swift justice, you know? It's like one of Jon Snow's swords. And um, you didn't have to take your pants down. It wasn't necessary. And uh, you only had to lean forward slightly so he wouldn't hit the small of your back. He's going to actually hit your buttocks. And, uh, you know, two or three hits with that. And he's he rolls up the sleeves, takes his jacket off, rolls up the sleeves, undoes the top button. He's loosening up his arm. And then, whammo, you can hear it. Oh, fucking shit. Oh, oh. Oh, and then the, can you imagine being the secretary outside of the office when this, when this abuse is happening? Oh, uh, nowadays you can just swing chairs like Unk with the chair, uh, hit the teacher in the face with it. And then that's it. You know, nothing really is going to happen to the kid. Um, so I, I, I think that there is, um, a real, I can understand definitely if somebody wanted to, um, homeschool their kids. So basically one parent has to quit a job or, or, or change the schedule around so that one parent works nights and that's the way to do it. You know, I mean, when I was growing up, when I was growing up, when we first had kids, we didn't even do daycare because I worked days and just Diana switched to nights. So it sucked. We were like passing like ships in the night, but two, I don't know if people do that. She always uh, preached to my son. I was like, you know, why don't you guys alternate? Like you, she watched the kids in the morning. You watch the kids at night. No, no, no. I'm like, all right. Well, you're, if it's like literally you could double your income. You realize that, don't you? No, 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 we're not doing that. I go, oh, okay. Yeah. I, I liked money. Um, you know, I, uh, car repairs, food, you know, these are all things you need. That, that's how you do it. You know? No, 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 we're not doing that. Why the fuck is wrong with you? Chris in Maine describes the, um, uh, swift justice swing as pickleball serve. By the way, uh, I need to try that game, pickleball. I'm a little worried about the knee because I'm constantly in pain if I'm not. But uh, yeah, any type of like sideways movement, I don't know if it's a good thing. But that surely, it's like big ping pong. It's like little tennis, big ping pong. Blue State Rob says suggestions to Jim are like farts in the wind when it's coming from Eric. Exactly right. Did you do that when you were growing up, when your dad would make you a suggestion? Um, you're like, hey, yeah, fuck you. It came from you. I know I did that. If my dad offered me a suggestion, I think the look on my face basically said, shut up. You know? If... Jim has a flat tire and um, 
He's trying to lift up the car with just his hands by the bumper. And there's a jack right there on the ground next to the car. And he's trying to lift the uh, uh, car up by the bumper with just raw power like the Hulk. And I said, this jack will do that job and you won't have to lift the car up with your hands, which you won't be successful doing. He'd go, fuck you. You don't know what you're talking about, old man. But if my neighbor, Mr. Slotkey, comes walking up and says, hey, Jim, this jack will, oh, really? Oh, okay. Wow, that's crazy. Thank you, Mr. Slotkey. I don't even, I don't even say anything. I just keep my mouth shut. I'm always like, everything's a teaching moment. He's going to have to figure it out. It's to a point where it's like, hey, uh, I need your opinion on, uh, on this, on this vehicle. Okay. Well, you know, it's starting, it's starting to cost us a lot of money. Like, uh, we're, it's, it's, it's like a, a money pit. What's your opinion? I go, I, I think you should stop spending money on it. Don't spend another dime on the fucking thing. Park it, save your pennies, and get another car. Oh, okay. So what'd you end up doing? Oh, we just redid everything. We just paid for it. Oh, okay. Blue State Rob. EZ says, you see this noggle? Uh, noggle, Jesus. Fuck, you see this nozzle? It puts gas in the car. Jim's response, fuck you. Aram says, isn't Jim 50? No, he's, um, he's 28. He'll be 29 in April. That's how it is with kids. And then occasionally I'll get a call from Jackie with, um, you know, basically, I relinquished control when uh, uh, at the altar, November 19th, 2022. It's symbolic, but it's true. You walk your daughter down the aisle. <laughs> there you go. Give him a big hug. She's your problem now. So when I get a call and it's like, well, hey, I need this. I'm like, ah. <laughs> nope. You have a husband. Okay. Call your man. I'll help when I can. But for the most part, this is no, 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 no. This is uh, no longer my concern. In sickness and in health, Good times and in bad. Flat tires and not flat tires. Uh, when she says, I'm not looking forward to my daughter graduating high school, I, I, I can't, can't even imagine a wedding, but you're making some solid points here. I've lived it, man. I've lived it. Uh, Megan says, I will always be my dad's problem. Hmm. Blue State Rob, 
references the shit-stained suit. Oh. The infamous Gary Men's Warehouse incident. I'll never forget telling that story, let alone living it. Um, that was about a year ago to the day, wasn't it? It actually happened in November. Um, there are so many different layers to that story that I am vowing to you that I will never try to recreate it. You know how sometimes I'll recreate a story? Like I just recreated the Cracknall story. I'm never, ever going to recreate the Gary Men's Warehouse story. It can never be duplicated. In the, I think that story took two hours to tell. Occasionally, I will repost it. It is single-handedly the most incredible and riveting and hilarious and disgusting story all at the same time in the history of this podcast. Nothing has been more memorable. Probably the only thing that was more memorable was the take town of Joe when we went back to that moment when he was crying on the radio. That was the one I had to take down after the cease and desist. Which I am going to repost because like the, the dust is cleared. I will repost that. But there's never been another story quite like that and there never will be. Aram says, I heard old Gary quit the business, was never able to recover. Wow. I want to hear it right now. I'll just never forget the phone call. Uh, when I was sitting right here, yeah, Gary, hey. Yeah, 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 we just left you. And uh, he goes, yeah, um, the the pants that your brother tried on, your brother-in-law. Uh, the tailor um, noticed that, um, well, she was mortified. There was uh, feces in there. There was there was poop in the pants. And I'm like, what? And he goes, it wasn't like a streak of poop. I mean, he actually pooped in the pants. When he described that she had to, with the garment shears, um, because she wore gloves and had a mask on, had to um, actually tailor the poop, like cut through fabric with, like if you had a uh, piece of bread with peanut butter on it and then you cut it with scissors, that's what the bread is the pants. The peanut butter is the shit. Cole says, I'll never recreate that story. One minute later, he's starting to recreate the story. Just one part. Just that, that, the tangible moment of, 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 uh, garment shears cutting through feces and then sewing shit to, to, to soiled, sewn, tailored shit pants. And then her holding them up and, and smashed clump shit rolling out of, the bottom of each goddamn pant leg. That happened. So on the floor of the men's warehouse, you've got mashed, 
flat uh, human shit pies at the bottom on the fucking carpet of the men's warehouse. And goddamn, the tailor has to go to Gary. And Gary's like, what the fuck? And calls me and explains this to me. And I'm like, what? And then having to go down the steps, I'm so angry. And I go, Kevin, did you poop your pants? What? I go, come on, man. You had an accident in your pants when we were trying on the pants at the men's warehouse, did you not? And he looks at me like a little kid. And I go, Jesus fucking shit. I go, what? how did you expect this to go? Did you think the poop was going to disappear? Was it going to vanish? I go, do you realize the conversation that I just had to have with these people and the longstanding effects? The fact that Gary, the whole staff, the tailor, and when I walked back, because I immediately left the house and went there to get the pants. I walk in there and they're all looking at me like they just seen 9-11 jumpers. They're just looking at me like they're, they're rattled. Never. Those people were never the same. They probably have all committed suicide. Uh, that was the men's warehouse, uh, Rivertown crossing. They need five stars. Give them five stars. They're the best. I think the store might have closed down, actually. They they, they may have just bulldozed it or, or lit it on fire. My God. I need to repost that. Gary at the men's warehouse. I've never been back to that store. I'll never go back there again. Ever. Ever. All right. Thank you to Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. The multi-talented Megan from Irvine's is in attendance with us today. That's wonderful. Uh, 616-532-6600. If you have any issues with your car, scheduled maintenance, uh, preventative maintenance. Maybe there's something wrong. You're by the side of the road. Have the tow company take it to Irvine's. They know right where to go. Smack dab right in the middle of Grand Rapids. Uh, anybody can utilize services to get a, excuse me, complimentary loaner car while your car is being fixed. Early bird drop off, late bird pickup, excuse me, 616-532-6600. Go to their website and see how fine this establishment is with the amazing um, near five-star average reviews, ER Vines, ervines.com. That's 616-532-6600. Mention your old pal, EZ, please. While I'm at it, batting last in the order this, uh, this morning, A and E, heating and cooling. 616-516-8579. It's time to schedule that furnace tune-up. It's only going to cost you $79. Uh, You'll pay twice as much with anybody else. 
and they're going to try to get you to buy a bunch of shit that you don't need. Get the uh, furnace tuned up with A and E heating and cooling. I know I'm on uh, the schedule for Thursday, October 12 at 8.30 a.m. Been doing this for years with Joe Martinez. Twice a year, he comes to the house once to service the AC, once to serve the, uh, service the furnace. My furnace was installed like 30 years ago. And it's still going strong. He said, it's going to puke one day, but it uh, if we keep maintaining it, it's still running 89% of, uh, efficiency. It's still, it was always, it was a good running furnace when you bought it, uh, good quality, or when they installed it. So he just keeps servicing that thing for me. That's $79 is money well spent. If you don't service it, clean it, tune it up, it runs harder, longer, and that promotes breakdowns. You don't want that. If you haven't had this done, then you're definitely do. 616-5, excuse me, 616-516-8579 for A and E heating and cooling. Uh the abridged Gary shit men's warehouse story. Joe Stinkpot says brought to you by Eric Zane's sweet heat, famous sweet heat slaughter. The Turks chili. I'm making two bowls of it today. Blue state Rob says currently that men's warehouse has two stars on Yelp. Well, that's bullshit. Megan says Yelp is the worst. You can pay to have bad reviews removed from there. That's crazy. Yeah, they should have great reviews there. Five star all the time. All right, there's a story going around. Uh, I don't know where the fuck this happened. Doesn't matter. There's a YouTuber who does these stupid pranks, I guess. And, uh, well, ultimately he got shot and there was a trial going down about a guy who was a food delivery person, a DoorDash guy. And the YouTube dude came up and was pranking him and the DoorDash guy shot the dude. Now, from my perspective, um, this, the video that I'm about to show you, you're going to see a guy get shot. It's very shocking and jarring. Uh, YouTube prankers doing some stupid prank up to a DoorDash guy who's getting food from a fast food place. And then he's harassing him. DoorDash guy shoots YouTube prankster. Um, so they're trying to convict shooter of whatever, um, aggravated malicious wounding, which carried a, uh, pretty, um, long prison sentence sentence. Now, when I saw the video, to me, it was it made the case rock solid. YouTuber was being an idiot, but did not deserve to get shot, in my opinion. Well, the jury here, they found this guy not guilty because of the video which is not the way anybody was expecting it to go. Look, watch this fucking video. 5.30 with dramatic, very close up and very clear video that shows everything leading up to the shooting of a YouTube 
uh, prankster inside Dulles Town Center Mall last year. Yeah, you'll recall yesterday a jury acquitted the shooter of the more serious charge and convicted him on a lesser felony. Our Northern Virginia Bureau reporter Drew Wilder obtained the video that was played at the trial. Good looking tie, nice dimple. This week in Loudoun County and Drew, this video paints a different picture than many people seem to think about this shooting. Now, when he said that, I thought, well, that video is going to prove that he's guilty. And to me, it does. But for some reason, they thought, oh, yeah, this is justified. Yeah, it really does, Jim. You know, I talked with so many people here at court this week who said that once they saw the video that we're about to show you, it completely changed their minds about this shooting. So Tanner Cook makes these YouTube prank videos, and he was making one of these videos last when they say that, they mean it changed their mind, meaning it made him innocent or not guilty. And that does not add up, and you'll see why. Last year inside of Dulles Town Center Mall, he made this nonsensical audio recording on his phone, and he walks up to a food delivery person, Alan Coley. Cook plays that audio recording right up in Coley's face a couple of times, and pretty quickly, Coley pulls out a gun and shoots Cook. Now, we do want to warn you that viewers might find this video disturbing. They found him not guilty of aggravated malicious injury or whatever that charge was after they saw that video. And I guess my question is, how did you see that? The fucking YouTubers just playing a stupid video, which whatever, and this guy felt threatened, so he shot him. What? Yeah. thinking about my twinkle. What's that? Yeah. thinking about my twinkle. No. Yeah, my face will stop. 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 He goes for the gun, pulls it out. <laughs> now the guy lived. He's okay. 20 seconds. It was 20 seconds from the moment Cook approached Coley before Coley pulled a gun and shot him. Coley's defense attorneys argued self-defense. And since this happened, the social media world has really gotten behind Coley, saying Cook was harassing him. A, a complete strength. How can you get behind Coley, the guy who did the shooting? Hey, yes, he was harassing him, but you don't, you can't uh, try to kill someone. When they're harassing you. Otherwise, I'd probably be dead. Now, you heard Coley tell Cook to stop a few times, but then pulled that gun and shot one round, injuring the YouTuber. Coley was found not guilty. Of course, it's just a YouTuber, so if he would have died, it really wouldn't have mattered. ...of aggravated malicious wounding and guilty of shooting into an occupied dwelling because this happened inside the mall. Coley faces two to ten years in prison when he's sentenced. Cook, for his part, says he plans to continue making his YouTube prank videos. Now, prosecutors told the jury that Coley brought a gun to a cell phone fight. <laughs> yes. Typically, and we've talked about this before, if you are carrying a firearm, uh, you can only use it if your actual life is threatened, if you feel like it's being threatened.
And I guess I don't know how you can feel like your life is being threatened in what we just saw. It was a cell phone. It wasn't a weapon. Again, if fists come flying at you, you can respond appropriately. Um, I don't even know if you would win um, self-defense if just fists were flying at you and you shot someone. Typically, it's uh, you're, you're one-upping the game. So fists, I guess a bat might be appropriate. Uh, if they come at with you with a knife, a gun would be appropriate. It's not open and shut every time where if so, you just feel like someone's trying to hurt you, you can just go and shoot them. A lot of people have weighed in on how annoying that type of behavior was, but the jury seemed to side with Coley's argument about self-defense here, which is normally reserved for someone who feels that they or a loved one is in very serious physical danger. So that uh, decision I by I cannot the- believe this jury... Uh, bought that jury yesterday certainly raised a lot of eyebrows but then you see that video and it raises a whole new set of questions you guys i, I don't think it did i think the only i think it, it solidified exactly what was was happening there a guy was being a dumbass with a stupid prank and he got shot by a psychopath who has a gun in my opinion my god uh dan who's a retired cop says the biggest issue here is that the mall probably had a no guns rule. And that is what the most troubling thing is here. Well, he got shot. He did get a two. He did get a sentence for shooting in a, uh, whatever public space or something like that. Um, and oh, and play stupid games, win stupid prizes. Absolutely. There were three people there messing with this guy. The one who filmed it and the dork with the phone and the guy next to him. I may be in, in fear of being assaulted or robbed depending on the town. I wonder if dude died, if that would have affected, I wonder if he died, if that would have affected the ruling. Uh, was it aggressive and who was the aggressor? Case closed. Stand your ground law. If Joe Horn was innocent, then this guy is definitely innocent. I don't remember Joe Horn. I, mean, I think I remember the name, but I don't, I don't recall. Uh, Rob says the jury got that right. I think, I don't think so at all. Not that I, I think that this guy didn't deserve it because he's a fucking idiot. Uh, the jury could tell this guy was an asshole. He's a white guy wearing a hat, white hat backwards. Enough said mediocrity. Dave said, or just showing him the gun. And one of you pointed out that that is brandishing. Chris said that. I think more than one of you said that that's brandishing. Yeah. You can't just. When you're in trouble, wave a pistol around. Uh, Corey says that dude wasn't getting out of his personal space. That's a threat. I vote not guilty. YouTuber is is a harassing asshole. He had a guy clearly larger than him pressing up in his face, 100% justified in shooting that asshole. Well, apparently I'm in the minority here, and uh, and what you're saying is what the jury thought too. Aram says he told the guy to stop multiple times. The victim had no idea if that cell phone was rigged to be a weapon. Well, the first part of your thing is he had to, he told the guy to stop multiple times. Uh, that makes sense. I don't know if this line makes sense. Had no idea the cell phone was rigged to be a weapon. What do you think he's going to like push a button and a knife is going to come flying out of the cell phone? 
Never before have we had a guy who makes sense with one sentence and no sense with the next. How close were you to pulling your piece out when Dean had the chainsaw out on Halloween? I wonder if he thought about that. Cole said they make guns that look like cell phones now. The guy with the phone looks like a former Zaniac? No, not at all. Corey says if you had shot Dean in that instance, it would have been justified. Chainsaw is a weapon. Oh, absolutely. Nick says cell phone gun is a thing. And I believe Nick because he never, um, he never bullshits. He always just tells you what's up. Uh, the Danity says cell phone could have been a distraction while he gets jumped from behind. Hard to say what the shooter was thinking. He certainly didn't know they were YouTubers. Patrick says, just because someone is annoying, it doesn't give you a license to shoot. The dude with the gun is a coward. That's kind of where I feel about that. Um, I may have had my hand in my pocket and walking away quickly or running away um, and then kept my eye on him. That's probably what I would have done. But uh, no, I would not have pulled my pistol. Uh, Corey says, I'm still confused. Why just showing him the gun and scaring him. So he backs off is a bad thing. Yeah. I don't know, but that's against the law. You can't just wave a gun around. You would, it makes sense though, but, um, I guess for whatever reason, that's a bad idea. I'm sure someone who knows more about this than I, I do could explain that. But, um, even if he just said, I'm armed, I'm armed and I'm going to call the police. That's should all you need. That that should be all you need to do. Hey, I'm armed. If you tell somebody that, if you would have just sought it through, that's what we're taught. At least I am armed. I have a weapon. Um, you know, the police are on their way, things like that and trying to do whatever you can to defuse, but be ready for God's sake. Uh, Dave says, yeah, I mean, lots of different choices on the part of the gun guy. On the, on the part of the gun guy could have been made, uh, but the YouTuber is clearly an idiot. Tyler says, because this is America and the only option in that instance was clearly to put a bullet in him. It's just annoying, UDF. There are several examples. These scenarios going to a fatal jumping. He said stop, and they did not. Well, you know, what you say is what is absolutely in line with what the jury said. So the guy who shot him, he's like, scoreboard, fuck you. How about the YouTuber saying, um, hey, I'm going to keep doing my stunts. You know, it's probably all going to work out because he'll get some money uh, probably. And he's going to be popular on YouTube. That's why these people do this, right? Uh, 
Chris says that would be the correct way to do it. I'm armed and I will defend myself. The coward is the guy who doesn't stand up for him or herself. The DoorDash guy is not a coward, says Rich. He may not be a coward. I mean, I guess I don't know. But what what he did there, in my opinion, was a million percent wrong. He's lucky he's only going to prison for a minimum of two years. I think Patrick's anti-gun and says it's easy to be brave with a gun. Yeah, that's usually not the mindset. Uh, True, if you have a gun, you have an extra layer of security that most people don't have. Uh, I consider you having a gun uh, wisdom wise. Uh, We should, you, every single one of you should carry a gun. If more of you carried guns, there would be less crime in the world. But because all you pussies are too scared of guns, uh, the bad guys know that. And that's why they're going to have their way with you. If you'd quit being a gutless twat and get a goddamn pistol license and carry it around like your old pal EZ, like when I'm mowing the lawn, uh, for fuck's sake, the world would be a better place. But no. Uh-huh. Guns kill people. If we have guns, people are going to die. You asshole. That's a horrible way to think. Lucid Rob says, I'm not anti-gun, but you don't need a goddamn assault rifle. Ban them. I got to get one of those. I love assault rifles. I want as many as I can get. I would be so angry if I could not get an assault rifle. Corey says, I want myself to have one, but I don't want anyone else to have one. Yeah. Okay. Me too. Uh, when does discharging a weapon in a public place not lead to charges? I don't know. I think it might have had something to do with the oddness of the um, the oddness of of the incident. I think that if this was actually a real threat to that guy's life, he would not have faced that charge. Like if that guy came at him with a knife or something like that, or he had his own gun, or was beat, throwing a baby off the balcony or something, and you needed to protect. Uh, whatever that person whose life was in danger or your own. Um, that's, that's the point. Uh, the, uh, a firearm is, is intended to protect yours and others lives. Uh, when something terrible is happening. So Brandis says, I can't with this convo right now. She's not about that. Well, by you saying that, you are. Are you one of those ones that says, hey, I could say something, but I won't. All right. 
that was interesting and fun. Speaking of guns, check out TC Paintball. Uh, Donut Dan says if he does, if he does time for having the gun in the mall, he can then sue them all for failing to protect him. Probably will win that. Chris in Maine says, does YouTube pay lobbyists to protect pranksters to protect their uh, content revenue? Uh, DoorDash probably has a no-gun policy. Did the guy lose his job? No idea. Maybe. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time for the asshole of the day. We started this show with the simplest of stories where our old uh, pal Kenny went the extra mile to try to bog it down with ridiculous question asking on minutia. Okay. Um, that alone is going to give him a nomination for asshole of the day. It's mind boggling that you think that this is sometimes like a conversation between you and I, uh, break down that piece of equipment. I, I don't, I don't get it. What? Uh, I'm struggling to find anyone. Can someone else make an argument for someone? Can someone make an argument for someone else for asshole of the day? I mean, is that even a thing? Is anyone else displaying asshole like behavior outside of the YouTuber and the guy who shot him? Um, is, is that, is that right? Um, Chris says my favorite sponsor was BK guns and stuff after talking about school shootings, LOL. Uh, Brandis says, no, if I have something to say, I'll say it. This is just upsetting for me right now. The whole gun convo. We're definitely on different pages on, on this one. Kind of on different sides of the fence. Just have to uh, let that lie. Kid who threw the chair at the teacher. Okay, Kenny's off the hook. Um, bitch who threw chair. Chair throw unk with the chair. Um, or DoorDash guy or YouTube prankster. I'm going to go with the shooter guy, whoever that asshole was. The guy who shot the prankster is the asshole of the day, but the prankster got a nomination. Kenny got a, a nomination. Unk bitch with the chair. And Brandis. Well, that's all the time we have for the Everything Show podcast. I appreciate you so much. I'll talk to you on Patreon. Sign up.
get for free. Let's get north of 230. North of 230 on Patreon. Sign up for free at patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Brandon says, did I get a nomination? Wow. Quit being a fucking girl. Jesus Christ, I'm kidding. All right, I'll see you around. Thank you. Bye-bye.